we start Erevin, um, Mishnah starts with Mavoy. So we'll just kind of go into just a, a short, brief um, Hakdama. So Midar Raisa, at least according to the way Rashi holds, Midar Raisa, a, right, so obviously we have Rosh Hashanah, we discussed this in Shabbos, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, a Mavoy, um, which is, let's assume a Mavoy Sasum, a regular like Mavoy, which is three balls. So Mavoy is essentially um, like an alleyway. So what that means is you would have a Chatzar, which is a courtyard. The, nor- the standard rules are that you would have two, at least two houses in a courtyard, at least two Chatzeres feeding into a Mavoy. So Mavoy is shared space, not that different from a Chatzar in that regard. Just like a Chatzar is shared space to a house, Mavoy is shared space to um, multiple chatseras. Now, midaraisa, um, a anything that has three walls is going to be considered rishis hayachid. So we stand. We we normally we think of four walls or four corners of hayachid. Midaraisa, three walls would be enough to rishis hayachid. So therefore, mavoy, and we're going to see this uh, on the first. It's, it's going to be again the first avod. So mavoy. Really, Midaraisa should be a Rishis Hayachad. It shouldn't be a problem at all. You should be allowed to carry in it. The Rabbana went ahead, right? And because it's Daima to Rishis Harabim in certain ways, right? That it opens to Rishis Harabim, so they were Machai of you to um, make either another Mechitza or a Heker, okay? So they, they were Machai of you to do something to that Mavoi to use it. Now, a Mavoi is going to be Mutter with either a Lechi or a Kaira. Okay, so in a situation where you had three walls, right, three walls, then you would need a lechi, which is basically a side uh, door, like a, 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 a pass, right, a, a post that goes, you know, vertically on the side. And primarily the lechi would be, well, the lechi would be, the purpose of the lechi would certainly be for a hacker. So the people inside the mavoi would now see this post as they're exiting the mavoi, when they're kind of near the edge of the mavoi. And they would make sure to say, oh, it would remind them to say, okay, well, here's where Rishis HaYachad ends and Rishis HaRabim starts. The other thing that you could, so it's either with a Lechi or with a, with a Kaira. Kaira is a crossbeam, okay, across, uh, going horizontally across the top. And that is going to be a Machlikis, whether Kaira is Mishum Mechitza or Mishum Heker. Okay, is it because you're now creating a fourth Mechitza? Do we say what's called pitek, where we've had this before, that the top of the kaira comes down and seals off, even though it's just a crossbeam, that seals off, and now it's like I have a fourth mechitza? Or do we say it's also like the lechi mishum heker, that I'll see it? Um, there's certainly an aspect uh, to say that in any regard, Rashi clearly says in the first Rashi here that kaira is a din and heker as well, even though the Gemara comes out and says kaira is mishum mechitza. So the Rishonim and the Achorinim discuss that uh, that's where Kivager's kasha starts right at the beginning. You see that little circle there. Um, so uh, it, it's discussed. The bottom line is we'll go with the understanding that there certainly is some aspect of hacker to a kaira. Okay, so now we'll get started. Mavoy. Shehuga ama. So if a mavoy is above 20 amas high, so the entrance to the mavoy is more than 20 amas, yimat, you have to reduce its size and make it less than 20 amas. And like we'll see, we said, right, by, uh, we, we've had this by Sukkah, and we know it's a famous Mishnah. It's if you say Kaira certainly is a din and Heker, 
right? So above 20 amas, L'shaltabena, the eye doesn't see. And therefore, that would be a reason why you'd have to bring that kaira down so that it's within your eyesight level. When you look up, oh, well, if it's too far up and you don't see it, then it's not going to serve as a reminder at all. Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Einay Tzaruch, Rabbi Yehuda says you don't need to. You don't need, a, you don't need to reduce it if it's, tw- if it's more than 20 amas. Okay, we'll see. We'll get clarification where Rabbi Yehuda Shita is. Baharachav, okay, so we were just talking about ha ha, 20 amas. Now, Baharachav, may eser amas yimot. If it's wider than 10 amas, then you have to, uh, the, right, the, the opening is wider than 10 amas across, then you have to also be mamayit, you have to reduce its size. The im yesh loit suris pesach afal pishahu rochav me eser amas ain't tzarach Now, if it has a suris pesach that looks like a doorway, Right, so what we're saying, if it looks like a doorway, then you do not have to reduce its size, even if it's larger than 10 amas. So what we're saying is, if the wall, somebody ran a bulldozer through the wall, right, and it doesn't look like an opening, it doesn't look like a doorway, then we'll give it the status of a doorway until 10 amas. But if it has nice door frames and it looks like a doorway, even if it's uh, 40 feet wide or 50, if it's, if it's 30 amas wide, we would still be considered a Pesach, right? It's just a super large opening. Okay? Zakta Gemara. Tanan Hasam, Sukkah, Shigabaylamalami, Esrim Amma, Psula. Right? That a Sukkah that's taller than 20 Amas is going to be Puzzle. But Rabbi Yehuda Machsher, Rabbi Yehuda says it's going to be fine. So now, Maishna Gabe Sukkah, Dutani, Psula. Why did we say by Sukkah the Lushan of Psula and the Gabe Mavi? What do we say here? Tani Takanta, fix it. Right? So it's a simple question. Why, when we've, both a sukkah and a mavi need to be within 20, if they're above 20, both, either both of them should say puzzle or both of them should say fix. Fix it. Right? Why do we use the lushan by sukkah of saying puzzle and a lushan when it comes to mavi to say fix it? So the Gemara answers sukkah da raisa tani psula. Sukkah is da raisa. And therefore, okay, the halachas are known. All right, the halachas are known. It's midarai, so we know the halachas of sukkah. It's, it's, it's common knowledge. The Torah taught us about a sukkah. And therefore, we can say psula. Mavoi durabanon tani takanta. That a mavoi, it's only durabanon. Okay, and therefore, like this, it's not assumed that one, that one would know what all the specific halachas are. So, if I'm coming to tell you, let's say by sukkah, right? I say, your sukkah is above 20, and you already know what sukkah is because it's daraisa. So then I can come and say, ah, that's going to be puzzle. But a mavoy, we don't even know the dinim of mavoy yet. It's not known. How are we supposed to know it? It's not written in the Torah. So therefore, we can't tell you something's puzzle before you've to- we told you what it is. Oh, that's puzzle. No, you have to first describe what it is for me. So what we're saying is, therefore, it's above 20, you've got to bring it down. We're trying to teach you the, here, the, the mission is trying to teach you the dinam of Mavoy, as opposed to Sukkah, where Sukkah, the, the dinam of Sukkah and the fact of what Sukkah is, is Daraisa. So we could say that if it's above 20, it's Puzzle. Here, it's premature to say Puzzle because you haven't told me how to do it yet. So that's the first answer. Or you could say Daraisa Nami Tani Takanta. Rather, really, it would be appropriate to say, fix it by Sukkah as well. Except there's a technical issue. El Sukkah the Nefishin Mile. Okay, when we came to discuss when we just came to discuss Sukkah, there's a lot of dinim, right? We have what's the minimum height, what's the maximum height? How many walls does it have to have? How much schach does it have to have? 
There's a lot of dinim when it comes to sukkah. So if we're going to tell you how to fix it, right, what did we say? We said, what, what, what did our Mishnah say? So if it's too tall, yimat. And if it's too wide, shorten it. It's pretty simple, okay? But sukkah, there's a lot of dinim. How much schach, how many walls. Then you also have to deal with how tall and how wide and yada yada. So, therefore, so so the nefishin mile pasik vitani psula. So therefore, we say a lashon of psula. Mavoi deloy nefishin mile. Mavoi, where there's not a lot of dinim tani takanta. We could simply tell you how to fix it. So we say yimat because it's not that comp- there's not that many dinim when it comes to mavoi in regards to the basic understanding of mavoi. There will be a lot of dinim, which we'll get to soon. But in regards to the basic understanding, we're, so it's easy for us to say, what happens if it's too tall or too wide? Ah, just make it smaller. As opposed to sukkah, there's, it's more technical. There's more technical details. So it would, have been, it, would, it would have been more difficult. It was just easier to say puzzle. Okay? Fine. So now we got that, that uh, little bit of housekeeping and the lashanis out of the way. So now let's talk about why, right? The why. Why is it that a mavoi 20 high and 10 wide? Where do, or where do we know that from? Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Rav, Chachamim loylem dua elam ipischa shel heichel. And we're basically going to be discussing Rav for the rest of the day today. Rav says that the Chachamim who hold that a mavoi, the maximum height for a mavoi is 20 amas and the maximum width is 10 wide, they're going to learn it from the, the Pesach of the heichel. Rav Yehuda, Ulam. Right? So we know, you see the pictures of the base of Mikdash, right? You have to go into the Kaidish. You have the Ulams. You have like almost like a tall building. And then behind it, so that was like a chamber way until the, until the Kaidish, right? Where all the Kalim were, where the Avoida was done. So that was inside the Kaidish. And, um, and uh, the Ulam was a lot taller. So the doors to the Ulam were also a lot taller. So the doors to the Ulam were 40 by 20. And then the ulam was like an antechamber, and then you walked into the heichel, the doors to the heichel were 20 high and 10 wide. Okay? So therefore, we're saying, when we, we didn't explain Rav Yehuda specifically in our Mishnah, right? What did we say? If you look back at the beginning, Unlimited? He says, So Rav comes to say, that we know it from the Heichel, just like the Heichel is 20 high and 10 wide, so too a Mavoi can be 20 high and 10 wide. Rabbi Yehuda, let them do the Pesachal Ulam. And Rabbi Yehuda, who says, until what? He means that if it's, if it's 20 high and 10 wide, then you don't need to be Mamayed it. You only need, because you have until 40 by 20. Ditran. As we learn, Pischoi shall heichal gavaya esrim ama, virechvai esr ama, vishal ulam gavaya abraham avirechvai esrim ama. Okay, so, Shneem mikra echad darshu, and both of them, both the Chacham and Rabbi Yehuda are going to learn from one Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ushchatai Pesach oil moid. When it's talking about a specific carbon, so it's saying you have to shech the Pesach oil moid. So we see the Rabban on Savri kedushas heichel lechod ukedushas ulam lechod. That it's dafka. The, what does the pasuk say? Where does the pasuk say you have to shecht it? Pesach oilmay, right? So that means that's oilmay equals the heichel. So you have to shecht it at the opening of the heichel. Okay. 
So, and what we're saying is the Ulam has a status and the Heichal has a status and they're separate things. Because if you say that the same thing, right, then the Pesach of the Oil Mayed could also be the Pesach Ulam. So the Rabbanon hold, and what, what is, what's the Nafka meaning here? Let's say this carbon, you have to shech at the Pesach Oil Mayed. If you shech it at the Pesach Ulam, according to the Rabbanon, it wouldn't be good because it has to be on the inner part, not the tall part. It has to be on the inner part at the Pesach Heichel. Rabbi Yehuda Savar Heichel Ulam Kedusha Ahasi. Rabbi Yehuda holds that it's the exact, it's the same Kedusha, and there's no status difference between the Ulam and the Heichel. So if something had to be shechted in the Pesach Olamayr, you could also shecht it in the Pesach Ulam. What do we see that the the Pesach Olamayr is also the Pesach Ulam? And the Ulam had a door that was 40 high and 20 wide. So that's where Rabbi Yehuda gets the Shita from. And it means the opening because the oil Mayed is going on both. The Ulam and the Heichal are all Bechal under the category of oil Mayed. And therefore, the Pesach, since the Pesach Ulam works, so that is a Pesach. You want to know what is the standard doorway or a, 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 a scripted you know, where do we have a tradition, a Messiah of a doorway? We have it at the Pesach Ulam, which is 40 by 20, as opposed to Rabbanon holding No, Oil Mayit is not the Ulam, it's only the Heichel, which is the lower part. And the doors to the Heichel are only 20 high and 10 wide, and that is what a Pesach is. So that's one answer. Viva Yisema, Lereb Yehuda Nami, Kedushas Ulam Lechod, Kedushas Heichel Lechod. You could say that it is the same thing. Okay. Sorry. That the ulam is not the heichel. They are different kedushas. I, if so, it says pesach oil mayed. So why, why are you now going to say that when you say pesach oil mayed that it could refer? to the opening of the Ulam. Why would that make sense? So, the, so we have a different Pasuk. It says, El Pesach Ulam Habayis. Okay, we have a Pasuk, supposedly. Taisa says this Pasuk doesn't exist. It's a, uh, it's a mashup of two different Sukkim. Okay? That it says, El Pesach Ulam Habayis. So we see that there's an opening of the Ulam Habayis. Uh, Taisa brings down that uh, there's a Pasuk that says, Ulam Habayis. And another pasuk that says Pesach Habayis. So we basically took the Ulam Habayis and Pesach Habayis and created a pasuk called Pesach Ulam Habayis. The point is, okay, so the point is, is that we, we see, however we got there, that we have a reference to Ulam Habayis, the, op- the doors of the Ulam has a status of a Pesach. And what we're trying to do here, certainly, right, is to say, well, what's an opening? Because uh, uh, whatever, whatever is a proper opening is what would, what would determine the maximum height of my mother. If it's a normal doorway, so then I could say that it is a hacker, it is, it is nicker as a doorway, we created it as a doorway, and now it's going to be fine for my mother. So Rabbanon, what about this Pasuk? They don't like this Pasuk. Ihava kasab el Pesach ulam kitika amrit. Hashta dechsev el Pesach ulam abayis habayis hapasuach ulam. We're not talking about the opening of the ulam. We're talking about the bias pasuach to the ulam. What is connected to the ulam? The heichal. 
And therefore, you want to know what's considered the Pesach? It's the Heichel, not the Ulam. Okay, so we have two ways to, two ways, uh, to understand this Machlegis between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yehuda. Either way, Rabbi Yehuda is going to learn from the Ulam, that it's 40 by 20, according to Rav. This is Rav's way of explaining the Machlegis between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yehuda. the Gemara, I have a kasha over here. The Gemara says, I don't understand. It says, where do we learn this from? Ushchatai Pesach Oil Moye. Now, Ulam, Heichel, where's that Pasach? Ushchatai Pesach Oil Moye. That's in the beginning of Ayikra. Okay? That's in the Mishkan. Now, how tall was the whole Mishkan? Ten Amas. So how could you, it's the Mishkan. How could you learn it to the base of Mikdash to say either it was 20 high or 40 high? We'll learn this Pasach is by the Mishkan. Right? It says it by the Mishkan. So the Gemara answers, they're interchangeable. Ashkan Mishkan de Ikri Mikdash. We find that in certain places we say Mishkan and it refers to the Beis HaMikdash and in certain places it says Mikdash and it refers to the Mishkan. Because if, if you don't say that that's true, when the Pasuk says, Hadam Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Shlamim, the Din, Shlamim Shashachtan, Koydim Sichas Hadalas, HaHechal, Psulin. So he, we learn that how do you know that if you shech the carbon before the door's opening, the, uh, before the door's open, then it's not going, it's not, it's going to be possible. You, the only time, right, in the morning, what they would do is they'd come and they'd open the doors to the, to the uh, base of Mikdash, right? So before the doors are open, anything that's shech before is going to be possible. Shenemar, it says, Ushchotai Pasach Oyel Mayed, Bizman Shepsuchin, it's only kosher to shecht an animal when the doors are open. That is talking about again. That's right. We learn a limud to tell us a real halacha, and that would be nageya in the mishkan and in the mikdash. Okay, and therefore, and therefore, and even one better that. Um, even even one better that there uh, there were no um, there were no doors in the Mishkan, right? So this pasuk has to be talking about the Beis Hamikdash. So we see that when we tell you halacha about the Mishkan, it must also be referring to the Beis Hamikdash. So the Gemara says, Allah. So now where are we going to know this specifically from? Okay, that's a proof that it has to be Allah Ashkechan Mikdash to Ekri Mishkan. We find Mikdash, okay, the uh, Ikri Mishkan, Umishkan the Ikri Mikdash, okay, and we find them both. So now Bishlam and Mikdash the Ikri Mishkan, where do we know that it refers to the Mikdash, based on Mikdash, as Mishkan the Chsev, as it says, Benosati es Mishkani Besechichem. It says, okay, this is after the Mishkan was already built, okay, it was already built, and it says, Benosati Mishkani Besechichem. So what is that referring to? You already gave us, you, the Kaddish Baruch already gave Kala Yisrael the Mishkan. Elamai, it must be talking about Nasati Mishkani in the future, my base Hamikdash. Yeah, gotta work on it. Okay. Huh? It's not the purifier, no, it's the air conditioning. I'm gonna speak to Shaul about it, see what we can figure out. Okay, or we'll have to move. Um, before we get to really tough, tough sogies, we're going to have to figure something out with air conditioning. Okay. Yeah, please. So, I don't have anything jumping in the way. 
In the meantime, I'll just have to be more animated to keep everybody up. Okay. Ilema, right? Elo Mishkan de Ikri Mikdash. How do we know that the Mishkan is called the base of Mikdash? Minalon, Ilema de Chseb. The Pasuk says, Mi de Chseb. Vinasu Hakasim Noisea Mikdash. Ve Kimu as a Mishkan ad Bayam. It says that the Kahasim were carrying the Mikdash. And what were the Kahasim doing? The Kahasim were carrying the Mishkan. And it's calls of the Mikdash. So maybe, Hahu, no Raya, Hahu Ba'orin Ksiv. Right? We're talking about the Aron. So what we're saying is, in regards to the Mishkan, they were carrying, they were doing the Avodah Mishkan. they were carrying the Mikdash, which refers to the Aron. That was the holiest part. That was the most Kaddish part. So that's what we refer to when we say that we were carrying the Mikdash. It really means the Aron. Elamehacha, where do we know? The Asali Mikdash, when a Kaddish Baruch who gave Moshe the Tziva to build a Mishkan, what did he say? The Asali Mikdash, Vishachanti Vishachan. Make me a Mikdash. So we see Mishkan is Mikdash. Mikdash is Mishkan. And therefore, just because the Pasuk said, Pesach by the Mishkan, it was talking about the opening of the Beis HaMikdash. Now, either way, Bein the Rabbanon, Ubein the Reb Yehuda, Lilfu mi Pesach So we said that where do we know the where do we know the um, where do we know the height of twenty and width of ten, or height of forty, width of twenty, according depending on its rabbanon or of Yehuda? We know it from the opening of the Pesach of the Ulamar Hechel, okay, the Kaidish, the Oil Maid, whatever you want to classify as the Kaidish. But now the Gemara is going to want to understand why don't I learn at least the width. Right? The height, I'll explain to you in a second why we're not going to try to learn it from there. But at least the width, why don't we learn it from the Pesach of the Chatzar? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, of the, yeah, the Pesach of the Chatzar of the Beis Mikdash. So the Pesach of the Chatzar was a hundred, right? Was a hundred, uh, let's look and see if there's a standard Chomish there. It's a good picture. Yeah, go to the end of uh, Pekude. Okay, it was a hundred long by 50 wide, right? I think, it, I think it's in that Chumash edition. Yeah. yeah? Okay, so you can just, you see, it's... I don't know if you can see this. But it's a hundred, I'm trying to get to that right there, okay? It's a hundred long by 50 wide, and then the front cluster, you had 15 on each side, and then the, the, the Pesach cluster was 20. So 15, 15, and 20 equals 50, okay? That's the picture, side picture, okay? So the question we're going to ask is, why are we saying that a Pesach is only 10? We, you're learning that from Pesach HaHechel, let's say, according to the Rabbanon. Why don't we learn it from the Pesach HaChotzer? And that has a width of 20. So, Be'en the Rabbanon, Be'en the Rabbanon, Be'en the Rabbanon, that the length was a hundred amas, the width was fifty. And the height of these of these uh, climb, of these curtains, the height of the mechitza was five amas high. You had fifteen amas on each side of the pesach. 
So that, first the Pasuk says, on one side of the Pesach he had 15 Amas, on the other side he had 15 Amas. So the Pesach was Chamesh, five high, Bereichav Esrim, Afkan Chamesh, Chamesh, Bereichav Esrim. So too, here, we should say that it goes, that it goes up to 20 wide. Now, we're not going to try to learn five high because the smallest thing is not the precedent. The, the tallest is the precedent, right? To say, like, okay, I have a two Amma Pesach, and a, and I have a five Amma Pesach, and a 20 Amma Pesach. Okay, so we know that a Pesach can go up to 20 Ammas, right? So that's, that's good. I'm not going to bring a Raya that a Pesach is only five Ammas because I see other Pesach, I have a Pesach Hegel. But let's say, according to the Rabbanon, where my Hegel is 20 high and 10 wide, why are we sticking to only 10 wide on the Hegel? Let's go to the Shara Chatzar, that's also called the Pesach. It says the word Pesach, it's an opening. And the Shara Chatzar is 20 wide. Yeah, it's only 5 high, but it's 20 wide. And let's say that something that's 20 wide could be called a Pesach. So my mother should be mutter, according to the Rabbanon, should be mutter, all your day, something that's even 20 wide. Why did we only say 10 wide? So the Gemara is asking that since we don't only have one plus that defines what it tells us what a Pesach Correct. is, let's take a survey and pick, take the biggest. Let's learn from a different opening, not a survey and take the biggest. But we'll take the we'll biggest of each. Well, because, just because a Pesach is 10 yeah. doesn't mean I have a Pesach that's 20 by 10 and I have another Pesach that's 5 by 20, but 20 doesn't mean that a Pesach is always only 10 wide. That means I have different, we know we have different types of openings. We're trying to determine what is the maximum size opening for the model. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at any time we have the word Pesach and say, what's the largest one? So it's not a survey, but what we're saying is the largest one is what determines Pesach. Well, no, how far, another way to ask this is, how large of an opening can I have and it still be called the Pesach? So we see 20 wide can still be called the Pesach. And that's what the Gemara's Kasha is. So the Gemara answers, Pesach. So the Mara answers Pesach Shar Hechotzer Ikri. That is the opening to a Chotzer. Pesach Stoma Loi Ikri. It's not a standard doorway. And for a Mavoy, we're trying to learn what a standard mav- uh, uh, doorway is. So Pesach Oil Maid was an opening to the Oil Maid, but it doesn't define it as a specific type of opening. This is Pesach Shar Hechotzer. It's more specific. That's one answer. The other answer is Kik Siv. The 15. So like that picture that I showed you, he, there's, another, there's another Shita. And really the 15 Amas that we said we were trying to say on the side really is not on the side. Really it's high. When we said that the shorter sides, right, that we said it's 100 by 50, what we were saying is that it's only 15 Amas high Really, the Pesach would be 10, like any standard Pesach. And when we said 15 Amas Lakase, what we're saying is that it was 15 Amas high, then the Pesach was 5 Amas high, right? Or let's just say, it was 15 Amas high, okay? We're not talking about the 15 Amas on the side, it was 15 Amas high. Frekti Gamaro, really... Um, we're talking about the height, not how wide the sides were, right? And, and what is the, how wide the sides were? We're saying that if the sides are 15 wide, 
2 times 15 is 30, then the Pesach must have been 20. The answer is no. We're not discussing how wide the sides were. We're discussing how tall the curtains of the side were, was. Okay, Frechting Amara, really? You want to tell me the height of these curtains is 15 amas? Didn't the Pasuk say, It said it was only 5 amas high. How could you say that when we say 15, it's talking about the height? So the Gemara answers, That wait, we, Now what we're trying to say is that the curtains were 15 amas high, and when the Pasuk said 5 amas, it meant five amas higher than the Mizbeach. So the Mizbeach was ten amas high. When we said the the height of the curtains was five, we meant five above the Mizbeach. We, wanted, we didn't want everybody who's standing outside to be able to see what the Kayin was doing. So we had another, we, we created curtains to create privacy around for five amas higher. And really the curtains were 15 amas high. I, the Pasuk says five, it means five higher than the Mizbeach. Okay. So, that's how we're going to answer things for right now. And really, that means that the Pesach HaChatzar could also have only been 10. We have no raya from the Pesach that the Pesach HaChatzar was 20. Rabbi Yehuda. Frakti Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, me ulam gamar. You want to say that he learns it from the opening of the ulam. V'hatanan v'harachav me'eser amas yimat. The Mishnah says, the Mishnah only says an argument that Rabbi Yehuda only argues when it comes to the height, 20 or more. It never says that he argues on the width. The Mishnah has stam on the width and it doesn't quote Rabbi Yehuda's argument. So I'm He does argue in a brisa, Ditanya, as the brisa says, He says you don't need a mimayat and just like in the Mishnah here, it said the Rabbanon hold it could be 20 high. And Rehuda said, and, and if it's more than 20, you have to be a mite. Rehuda says you don't need to. And how did Rav explain that? What does you don't need to mean? Because I hold it, it's 40 from the Ulam. So too in the Brisa, when we said that the Rabbanon hold is 10 wide, and if it's 10 wide, you have to be a mite. And Rehuda says you don't need to. It also means you don't need to because we're learning from the Ulam and it's 20. So 40 by 20. Tractigamara Veliflag Bimasnisin. Why don't we argue in the Mishnah itself, in our Mishnah? Our answer is, that, yeah, it, it's, the, the, our Mishnah is alluding to this Machlaikis, and the, it doesn't need to spell it out. You should just know. Of course, if Yehuda argues, right? Like, again, we're going in Rav's world. Rav is saying, well, you have, if you know the reason why, if you understand the Machlaikis between the Rabban and Rabbi Yehuda, that I'm learning from Hechel or from Ulam, then you'll understand that if if Rabbi Yehuda argues in, on the height, he's also going to argue on the width, right? Because it's a question, do I learn from the Heichel that's 20 high by 10 wide, or do I learn from the Ulam that's 40 high and 20 wide? Frechting Amara. Really? You want to tell me that Rabbi Yehuda learns that Rabbi Yehuda's Shita is 40 by 20 from the Pischa Shul Ulam? Va'atanya, Rabbi Yehuda Machsher Anmem, Binun, it can go to 40 or 50. Now, we said the ulam is how high? 40. So how could you go to 50? How could you tell me that Yehuda's learning from Pesach Shul Ulam? Vitani Bar Kapara on Meya. Okay, now, and Bar Kapara said until Meya. Now, fine, you want to you knock away Bar, bar Kapara Shita? Bishlam Bar Kapara Guzma. Right, when we say, you can go to 100, that's a Guzma. 
Okay, so I could, take, I, I could discount that one and say, really, he means 40, but he used the Lashon of Guzma, saying much higher. But, El Rabbi Yehuda, my Guzma. So, right? So what, there's no Guzma. When you say 40 or 50, there's no room for exaggeration. You're saying you can go to 40 or 50, which basically is a way of saying that we're not limiting you to 40. Bish, Lama Rabbi Yehuda, Arbaim, Gamar, Pesach, Shul, Ulam, Ela, Non, Minale. So, Amar of Chista, right? So it's a Kasha. So Rav Chista says that Rav is wrong, right? This whole, we're all going in Rav. We started here, and like I said, when we prefaced this, we were all going in Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, this whole concept of where we know 20 and 40, Hechel and Ulam, that's all in Rav. So comes along Rav Chista and says Rav was wrong. Rav, Rav made a mistake. And really, Rabbi Yehuda didn't learn from the Pesach of the Hegel, uh, Pesach of the Ulam. Hamasisa tisei l'rav, Ditanya, he made the following mistake. Ditanya, Mavu she gavoya mechaf ama, yoyser mi shel Hegel, yemat. So who's Savar? So we have a Brisa, Rav saw a Brisa that said, Mavu she gavoya mechaf ama, more than the Hegel. So it sounds like this idea that the Pesach is up to 20 comes from the Hegel. Rav went ahead and, and, and to understand the Machlekes, fitted into the difference in the doorways between the Hegel and the Ulam. But really, that's not the reason. So comes along Rav Chistan and says, that no, Rav has to be wrong because we have a specific Brisa quoting Rabbi Yehuda that Rabbi Yehuda says it could be as high as 50. And the answer is he doesn't learn it from the Pesach Shal Ulam. He learns it from Pesach Malachim, which means standard, what is the tallest, common, normal, you know, if, if it was a king building a, a palace and he was going to build a huge palace, how, how big would that door be? And there is really no limit. Okay, so now we're going to ask, we're going to ask, If you're going to tell me we're learning it from the Hegel, it should need doors. The Hegel had doors, right? Like we said, that it's only, you can only shecht your carbon once the doors are open. So they had doors. Okay, so if you're learning from the Hegel, you should need doors. That according to Beishamai or according to Beishillel, all you need is either a lechi, right, a vertical beam, or a, a, a cross beam. You do not need a doorway. So the, right, so the Gemara answers, Dalsos Hechel Litznias Ba'almahudavidin. Those doors were not technically part of the enclosure. Those were only for Tznias. So you need you're right, you need a doorway. I need a post, right? I need a lechi, kaira, tours up whatever, however you want to learn that, right? It's I need a doorway to d- determine an entrance, to, to make it a kosher mavoy. I don't need doors because doors don't really serve any purpose. It's just for tzniyas. They don't serve a purpose from a, 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 a mechitza or a hacker, right? Doors don't make it into a mechitza. Doors don't make it into a hacker. It's a hacker or it's a mechitza based on the fact that I have a doorway. Doorway shows me that this is a real wall and this is a difference between you know, one room and another room. Right? I don't need doors to tell me, let's say you have a living room dining room, for instance, right? right here. Yeah, exactly, right? So the doors are just for snares. Exactly, right? So 
it's the Tzuras HaPesach, it's something else, whether it's the side or the top, that defines the difference in the Rishuyas. Not the doors. The doors are just Fitznias. So now, Frech, the Gemara will ask, Kasha Lameato, Loi Tehani Lei, Tzuras HaPesach. So, now, we're asking in Rav, right? We're going in Rav here. Rav, where does Rav learn according to the Rabbanon? Where does Rav know that the Rabbanon is, is 20 high? From the Hechel. Okay? Now, what did we say in the Mishnah? We said, But, So we said that the only time that you need to be mamayet, you have to get it down to 10 amas, is if there's no tzuras ha-pesach. If you ran a bulldozer through the wall, and I now have a big opening, then I can't have an opening more than 10. But even if there's no tzuras ha-pesach, there's no doorway, and let's, right? If there's no doorway, then, then I have to be mamayet. But let's say there's a doorway, and it's 30 amas wide, then it's fine. I don't need to be mamayet it, because it has a tzuras ha-pesach. It shows, just like you pointed out here, that it's not, this looks, I don't care how wide this is, this is going to, it, it, this will, a tzuras ha-pesach will differentiate between one space and another space. And that's what we're looking for. So, where does he learn from? The heichel. How wide were the doors of the heichel? Ten amas. Well, didn't the heichel have a tzuras ha-pesach? So if you're learning from the heichel, should not help for more than 10. Why did it say in our mission? What do you mean? The Heichel had and it's 10 Amas. So where would you think that you can go past 10 Amas? Even with the Tzuras HaPesach, it shouldn't matter. We're learning from the Hechel. The Hechel had Tzuras HaPesach and it was only 10 Amas. So the Gemara says, you know what? You're right. Mi diu taimel rav. Hamas, right? Mi diu taimel rav. This whole thing that, that we learn, according to the Rabbanon, that we learn our measurements from the Hechel, that's Rav Shita. Hamas ni le Rav Yehuda l'chia barav kamei de Rav. Rav learned it differently in its Arach and Rav had a different girsa, a different version of our Mishnah. And he, the way he understood it was, no matter what, even with the Tzuras HaPesach, it cannot be wider than 10. So, and, that, and now Rav will make sense in his own Shita, according to Shita's Rabbanon. But we're still left with the, with the Kasha of Chista in regards to Shita's Rabbi Yehuda, that you can't learn her from Ulam, because clearly there's a Brisa that says until 40 or until 50. Okay, let me... Okay. Let's send this out. A quick review over here. Okay, so we started off by saying, we said a mavoi... If it's higher than 20, it's yimat. And we had two reasons we wanted to know why in regards to sukkah. Okay, it said, tani, that should be tani. It said, uh, apostle. Okay. Not tani. Okay, it's, it, it should say, it's, by sukkah it said apostle. 
So the, why does it say Yimad here? So we say, number one, here it's through Abanan. That was one answer. Okay, and therefore you can't tell me a Lush and Puzzle if you haven't told me how to do it yet. And the num- number two is that really I could have said Yimat by Sukkah too, but Yimat wouldn't have been enough because there's so many different halachas in regards to walls, in regards to schach, etc., etc., that I, wouldn't, I couldn't have just said Yimat. I would have had to be uh, much more, um, you know, I, I, I have to explain much more, and there's a lot of things to discuss, so therefore it was just easier to say Puzzle. Rabbi Yehuda says that no, if it's above 20, you do not have to be Mamayit. So Rav says, it's machlik yin Pesach. The Rabbanan say the Hegel is Chaf and the Ulam went to Mem. Or, that was one way, or it's a machlikis of El Pesach Ulam Habayis. Okay? And there was a machlikis between the Rabbanan or Yehuda. But either way, okay, either way, we see that Rav held that Rabbanan were learning it from the Hegel and Rabbi Yehuda was from the Ulam. Okay? Now, even though this Pasuk of Ushchotai Pesach is, next, is by the Mishkan, that we said Mishkan is Kari Mikdash from the Pasuk of Asali Mikdash Vishachanti, um, and the base of Mikdash is called the Mishkan because we said Venasati Mishkani Viseichav. So we said, then we said, according to Rav, according to the Rabbanon, that a Pesach is wider than ten Amas, Yimat, okay, you have to be a Mayat, we learned that from the Hechel, and Rabbi Yehuda, okay, Savar Ad Chav. So, right, we asked, well, what, what about the, the Rabbi Huda? They don't argue if you're learning from the Ulam. So he says, Rav said that, no, there's another Brisa. And in fact, in fact, Rabbi Huda does argue. And Rabbi Huda holds, just like the Ulam, that it would only be till 20. That you, that you can go until 20 and uh, not until 10. And we said, Rav Chista says, that Rav is betoyos because, because according, to Rabbi, uh, according to Rabbi Huda. Right? And really, we have to learn from Pesach Shamalachim because we clearly have a brisa that says it's An Mem or An Nun. Okay? And it's not Shal Ulam. And that's point number one we made in, in uh, poking a hole in Rav. Right? One issue with Rav, obviously, is it doesn't make sense. He, Rabbi Huda could not have been from Ulam. Could be that, that it's from the Hechel, that the Rabbanon learned from the Hechel, but Rabbi Huda cannot learn from the Ulam. And number two, even we tried to make an issue with our Mishnah, and even Rav, who's going to learn Chitzur Rabbanu from the Hechel, uh, that we said, even though it has a Tzuras HaPesach, you have to be Mamayit, right? We said, so you should have to make it smaller, right? Because the, how could the Mishnah say that you can go Ad Chav? I'm sorry, how could the Mishnah say that you either need a Tzuras HaPesach or to be Mamayit it? Sounds like if it's larger, even if it has, if, if it has a source of even if it's larger, it's going to be okay. So we said that according to Rav, you would have to learn our Mishnah differently. Rav would learn our Mishnah. He had a different version of our Mishnah. And he would say that even if it has a source of Pesach, it cannot be wider than 10. And that is...